Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, Dolphins fans. Welcome to another episode here of On the Fence Side with Cat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the fan-sided network and finfanatic.com. I'm Brian Cat NFL, Paulus Fanatic underscore pick on Twitter. Uh, the Dolphins play the Cleveland Browns this weekend at noon central, one Eastern time in Miami. They've got a home game this week, bye week next weekend, and then the Houston Texans at home the following weekend. So a real opportunity here to go seven and three. The Dolphins right now favored by three and a half points. Temperatures expected to be in the mid 80s again, which could cause some overheating problems for the uh, for the Cleveland Browns. But, um, Paul, when I look at this game, um, I categorize it this way. If the Dolphins win, they're in the playoffs, as far as I'm concerned. I'm the king of looking ahead. Um, but let's let's be honest here. If if we expect them to beat the Texans. In, in a couple of weeks at home, they're going to be heavy favorites there. We're talking about eight and three at that point, at which point in the rest of the year, you only need to win one or two more games to get in the tournament. Yeah, no, it's it. And the funny thing is this is the NFL. Like you're going to have probably a game. You don't expect to win that you're going to win. And you're probably going to have a game. You don't expect to lose that you're going to lose. But even so, that typically balances out when that happens. So, no, the Dolphins' playoff chances are very high right now. And looking ahead, I expect this to be an 11 or 12 win team down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, things are certainly lining up. And we get to do a playoff show potentially. Yeah, I mean, but let's let's look at. I've never done a playoff show with you, Kat. We never have. No, Uh, there was. In fact, we did an almost playoff show a couple times. 2013 is when we you you started doing this on here here with uh with Jesus with me Christ then, it's been that long oh. yeah and since then the Dolphins have been in one playoff game and I don't I don't I don't know if we did a, a, a preview of that Steelers we game had them done a preview if that was the case yeah so but the Dolphins have been in one playoff game and, and a blowout loss to the Steelers since then since we started this so it shows we're here each and every week but. Um, When I look at the Dolphins uh, season so far, start with three wins, then three losses, then three wins. You lose this game to the Browns here. You you start looking ahead and thinking, uh, I mean, it it would really be some halted momentum there. But, you know, things are excited, exciting right now to to a tongue of Iloa, a quarterback rating of 115.9. 
in NFL history, Paul, how many quarterbacks do you think first season have had a quarterback rating of over 115.9? We didn't rehearse this. Two? Uh, seven. Okay. But, I mean, I'm talking all time. And I, I the, the guys that have, that have done it, you're, you're talking Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, um, just some real all-time greats. There's Nick Foles in there too somewhere, but um, that which which minimizes my point a little bit. But uh, you still, I mean, a great a two is having a great season. Fifteen touchdowns, three interceptions, with a really fully healthy supporting offensive cast right now. Yeah, no. This one thing that's been great this week is watching that injury report dwindle so drastically. Um, that's that's huge because. You know, we talk about Miami being six and three. Miami's six and oh in games that two of both starts and finishes. So it says a lot right there. It does. Um, and on the injury front, I've I've got to get my camera straight here. On the injury front, um, the Dolphins, like you said, very, very, very healthy heading into this game. Only one guy expected to not play other than the obvious guys who are out for the year. And that's Hunter long um, for the Browns on their side of the ball here. You know, they, they're relatively healthy as well, but uh, uh, David and Joku, the tight end and Awusu uh, Koromoa, the very fast linebacker for them are going to be out in this game. Um, I really thought that they were going to play here when we did our preview show with, um, with KFC Christian here a couple of days ago, but no, not anymore. And I think those are two big losses there because offensively, I mean, David Njoku, 412 receiving yards on the year. That's that's a lot for a tight end. That's almost on pace for a thousand yards for the year. Uh, he could he's also a good blocker. So he was really he's really turning into a, a solid tight end here in the NFL. And, and on the defensive side of the ball, Usa Koromoa, you know, every bit of speed you can get against this Dolphins offense matters. And losing him, you're taking a lot of speed out of that defense. No, he's a guy that we both loved coming out uh, in the draft, and uh, he's phenomenal in the middle of that defense. And David Njoku is huge because without him, you can really account for Amari Cooper and Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones. So it's it, you're going to have a little more safety help over the top for, for those two receivers. And that gets really fun with, with Miami now that they don't have to worry so much about the tight end position. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're talking about, you know, Harrison Bryant stepping in there and replacing him. Who's a, you know, who's a solid player catches some touchdowns from time to time. He's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a seat. He's a seat filler as for any Seinfeld fans. Uh, <laughs> he's the Hunter Long of the Browns. Yeah. I mean, he's or, he's somewhere between Hunter Long and Durham Smythe, yeah. I, I would say. Um, <clears throat> also returning in a big part of this game, too, is Jacoby Brissett returning to Miami I, I don't don't come to regret uh, overlooking him <laughs> uh no I look on the year I think he's been he's been better for the Browns than than what I expected to be but still you're talking about seven touchdowns five interceptions still the same quarterback who holds on to the ball way too long but the other side of that too is that the Browns have one of the best offensive lines in the game so sometimes Brissett it actually works for him to extend plays 
and hang on to the ball for that long because they've, they've got an offensive line to protect him. But yeah, overall, Jacoby Brissett is not a quarterback who should be causing the Dolphins problems. Yeah, this should be a game that Miami's able to up their interception total on the year. We keep waiting for that party to break back out again. And I think this could be the one. Um, it's Jacoby Brissett. We've all watched him play far too much when he was down in Miami. And again, it, it's what scares me more with the Browns is their running game, to be honest with you. It, it's Nick Chubb is a hell of a running back. He's got 841 yards on the year, and, and, and that scares me a little bit. Now, Miami does better against running backs running the ball than quarterbacks running the ball. So that's going to be a, a huge testament in this game is if they can neutralize Nick Chubb as well as if Miami can get a big lead and make Cleveland have to throw the ball, at which point – you have a little better advantage against the offensive line because you pin your ears back and go after Brissett, and the Browns can't do what they want to do and keep the ball running up the field with Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb on the year, I mean, in eight games, because the Browns have already had their bye week, which they had last week, 848 rushing yards on the year. Um, so to me, there are three top running backs in football right now, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Saquon Barkley. And the Dolphins are facing one of them. But like you said, though, too, Paul, I mean – the Dolphins, if you look at just their run defense statistics, I mean, they're allowing 4.56 yards a carry, but that is completely skewed by two people, Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. If you take a look at the running backs that they faced, and they faced some good ones, um, not Nick Chubb's caliber, but some good ones, 172 carries, 617 yards, 3.59 yards a carry. That's really good. Um, but I'll also say, too, the Browns are probably the best Browns and Titans are the two best running teams in the NFL. And they have the interior offensive line with Joel Batonio and Wyatt Teller to do some special things on the inside. So it's going to be a great matchup with those two guards going up against um, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, and Ray Ron Davis, a trio that stopping the run has been great this year against running backs. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'll have to add to that one. You, you you put a bunch you put you put a great bunch of info in that statement, Kat. And well, I, I it means a lot to me, man. Um, <laughs> so what what are you it, it, taking a look at the Browns' offense here? You know, Donovan Peoples Jones, Amari Cooper, not a whole lot else in the passing game, but um, I'm fascinated to see what happens with Xavier and Howard here because if you look at <clears throat> Um, Amari Cooper's history against the Dolphins. I mean, two major games come to mind. I mean, back in, what was it? Yeah, 2018, when he was at the Raiders, he goes up against Xavier Howard, and Xavier Howard catches more passes from Derek Carr than Cooper did, two to one. And then a couple of, or the following year, you know, Cooper gets traded to Dallas. They play that game, the, you know, when, when the Dolphins had that dumpster fire of the first four games. Um, and it was probably the worst game I've seen Xavier Howard play, um, I guess. I mean, just could not run with Amari Cooper in that game. So we expect him to be on Cooper, Xavier Howard to be on Cooper a lot more in this game. So I'm interested to see really what happens there. Yeah, no, it's, it's X is having a off year right now. Um, 
it's I know he's had the groin injury um, for a good portion of the season. This needs to be the game that he turns back into Xavier Howard again. Uh, this it's our best corner right now, believe it or not, is Cater Kohu. And, and that feels weird to say, uh, even, even though I'm a huge Cater Kohu stand. Like it's, you know, how much fun I have talking about, you know, Cater Kohu from the Texas A&M School of Commerce playing for Josh Boyer from the South Dakota School of Mines and Technology. Um, but X needs to be our lockdown, shutdown corner. He's finally starting to get the respect from folks based on what he's done in the past. He needs to live up to it. And I'm pretty sure X would be the guy that told you, first and foremost, he needs to play better than he has. Yeah, I'm looking for that first interception of the year, and it should have happened last week. Uh, it was called back on a penalty that should not have been called, in my opinion. And to me, that counterbalances what happened in the last two minutes with Keon Crossens should have been penalty <clears throat> on a Chase Claypool. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're looking for some some bigger plays here, and he's not he hasn't been. I don't think X has been bad this year. No, uh, and no, I'm not saying you're saying that. He just hasn't been, yeah, he hasn't been himself. And, and like, you know, last week, uh, Darnell Mooney catches a touchdown off of him. He's, he gets some, he has some, some catches off of him. Cater Kohu on the other side has been a, a very pleasant surprise, obviously. Um, Not surprised. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm even you have to be a little surprised if, at how he's, well he's he, played he, as a He's exceeded early where I thought he would be at this point in time, but I didn't think he'd get the opportunities either. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, so I'm, I'm looking in this game for, you know, that's that uh, big matchup, Xavier Howard and Cater Kohu against Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones out there. I mean, the, the, the Browns play really a, a what you see is what you get type of offense. I mean, they're going to run Nick Chubb a lot. They're going to try to work the play action off there. So it's really important early in this game that the Dolphins don't allow those big chunk plays to Nick Chubb. You know, make them beat you with Jacoby Brissett, um, Amari Cooper, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. That's that's what's got to happen here offensively or defensively for the Dolphins, in my opinion. Yeah, no, and if if you can neutralize any of those three, um, you're in a good place. Especially if you can start neutralizing Chubb early and force them into the pass and you can get an early lead that way that's when you really force them into the past. You don't have to focus as much on Chubb and you can really have your D-line focus on getting to Jacoby Brissett, forcing him to make some mistakes, which he is prone to do and, and really roll from there. It, it's a pretty simplistic game plan, but that's what, that's what you need against the, what you see is what you can get team, or what you see is what you get team. Absolutely. Um, on the offensive side of the ball <clears throat> for the dolphins, uh, you know, we talk about the Dolphins defensively need to make more big plays. They only have four picks on the year. The Browns only have three. So this is not a team that has created a lot of big plays defensively. I mean, in fact, they've been a very big disappointment defensively. This is supposed to be a really good defense heading into the year uh, for the Browns. Dolphins could say the same thing right now. Um, but yeah, as far as on offense, obviously the story is Tua, And I got that list in front of me here. The the uh, quarterbacks with a quarterback rating of higher than 115.9. Aaron Rodgers did it twice. Peyton Manning did it once in 04. Brady did it twice in 07 and 2019. And Nick Foles in 2013 is uh, the one outlier there. But 
if you take Tua's stats for the year right now and apply them to the rest of the year, um, and it will have meant that in 14 and a half games, Tua has over 4,400 4, passing yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. So, yeah, I mean, quite a special season going on here with Tua, and he's got to keep it going. And part of that is stopping Miles Garrett because um, the Dolphins are facing arguably the best defensive end in football this weekend. They are. And hopefully Teron Armstead is good to go. Um, one thing I want to go back to, though, just because it's, it's what you led with before moving to this, is Nick Foles only played eight games in 2013. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that can skew those numbers a little bit um, as far as that goes. So I think if Nick Foles had played a full season, his QBR would have been lower because let's face it, it's Nick Foles. Um, yeah, it's, that's fair to say. And, you know, it's not an insult to the guy. The guy's had a good career. But, again, it's for him to be in the same breath as Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning. Come on. Um, no. Hey, I'm just reading the stats. I'm not, no, I'm no, not no, making that implication. It's And I'm just, <laughs> I'm just enriching the stats a little bit as far as that goes and, 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 and helping you prove that exception to the rule. Um. No, you absolutely need to neutralize Garrett. Uh, you need to do some things that make him think and slow him down. That's going to be huge in this game. And you need to, Tua needs to continue to not be that guy that holds the ball too long like he was at times early this year. This, that's, that's not his style. It's, it's make a decision and go with it. Now, that said, if Jalen, one thing I want to point out as well is if Jalen Waddell can recreate what he did against the Ravens this year and add one catch for 17 yards to what he did against the Ravens this year. One week after Tyreek became the fastest to a thousand yards, Waddle could join him. He needs 188 yards to hit a thousand right now. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he does. And he had 171 against the Ravens. He, He could have one of those big breakout games because the the Browns secondary right now, um, at cornerback. Yeah, Denzel Ward's decent. I'm I'm not huge on em- Martin Emerson though. Swimsuit check, sunscreen check, phone charger check. Don't forget to pack the five hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get twenty percent off when you use code five he travel at fivehourenergy.com expires april 30th one time use only not valid with other discounts remember visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5he travel to save 20 percent. what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, Emerson. Uh, yeah, the rookie from Mississippi State. I See, I, 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 love, their, I love their quarterbacks. Uh, and and I, I think that, look, any cornerback room that the Dolphins line up against with Tyree Kill and Waddle, the, the Dolphins are going to have the advantage. But they get Denzel Ward back from injury. Um, Martin Emerson um, in, in the Browns' big win over the Bengals had a amazing game. Mm-hmm. And the former first-round pick, Greg Newsom, also not, not a lot of big plays from him, but just a solid overall guy. And the Browns have really um, prioritized the cornerback position. Um, here over the last couple of years, they've been Denzel Ward, top four pick, uh, Greedy Williams, Greg Newsome, Martin Emerson, all top 50 picks. So they've really prioritized it at safety. They've got John Johnson and Grant Delpit. These, this to me is their weakness as far as how it goes against the Dolphins because Delpit and Johnson are more of run stoppers. So if you can get them cheating up, then I think you can go over the top with Hill and Waddle. Yeah, and, and and to be fair, the Browns, kind of like the the Jets, haven't faced a lot of great quarterbacks this year. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Um, but beyond that, you faced Joe Flacco, Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky. Like you start looking down the list. I mean, they faced Burrow and Lamar Jackson, I think, were the two stud quarterbacks. I'd have to look through the whole list. I don't have it sitting right in front of me. But I mean, Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky. And the receiving threats that that guys like Bailey Zappi have, and Zappi still went over 300 yards. Uh, you look at what some of the Jets receivers were able to do against the secondary and Corey Davis and Garrett Wilson. And while I like Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis, they're no Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill um, in any way, shape, or form. So this could be a big game for Tua in this one. And if, like I said, if if Tua can rip it open early, let it rip down the field. That opens up everything and helps neutralize Chubb coming out of the backfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it, uh, it offensively, if, if the Dolphins, the Dolphins first need to be aware of where Miles Garrett is because mm-hmm. usually he plays over left tackle, but they they move him around, and when they move him around to the right side, look, Brandon Shell. I've I've said over and over, I think he's been quite a find. He's been a decent player at right tackle. He's upgraded the position, in my opinion. Um, but you put him up against Miles Garrett, and if you lose track of him, that is massive pressure onto his blind side. That that can't happen. He's got to be double teamed if he moves up against Brandon Shell. That's just got to happen. Um, but other than Miles Garrett. I mean, there is not much of a pass rushing threat on this Browns defensive line. Their defensive tackles, um, uh, Jordan Elliott, Taven Bryan, you know, that's that's the weakness of their team, no doubt about it. They don't provide much pressure. 
And against the run this year, you know, to opposing running backs, you're talking about almost five yards of carry that they're allowing. So the Dolphins, too, in addition to the passing game, need a heavy dose of Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. And if it's going to be 110, 120 degrees on the Brown sideline, that might be the way to go to come out running the ball a little bit more than usual. Yeah, and one of the things that also we need to look at in this game as well is, and this is something we don't talk about a lot, is Cade York, if if Miami can stop them beyond 40 yards, Cade York is only 6 of 10 on field goals of 40 yards or more. So if Miami can stop them and force them to kick from beyond 40, there's a very good chance that, that you know, Cade York's only 60% from beyond 40 yards. And so that's, that's going to be a huge, big thing for them as well in this game. And then they've been allowing decent yardage on punt returns. So special teams, which has struggled for Miami at times this year, beyond the big boot of Thomas Morstead, could be a huge factor in this game. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that's an interesting stat with York. I didn't know that. Um, Jason Sanders here, I, I don't join a lot of other Dolphins fans in that, oh, we need to bring somebody else in right now here midseason. Look, Sanders is not living up to his contract. Overall, he's had a disappointing season. He hasn't been the same since really 2020. Um, but Let's not take it for granted either. You could do a lot worse than Jason Sanders. But you look at the shanked kick last week uh, it, when I was at the Bears game. I, I couldn't believe what I saw. I think it was, what, 29 yards he shanked the kick? Uh, just yeah. not even close. Yeah. It, um, if that kind of stuff starts to snowball, yeah, I might be singing a different tune there. But he and Cade York are only a few percentage points away from each other as far as made field goals this year. And on top of that, Cade York has actually missed two extra points. Man, oh, man. Um, yeah, so special teams is a big part of this here. And, and overall, you know, it's, it's obvious to say with any team that, look, you can't beat yourself. It's really the case with the Dolphins because the Browns will run Nick Chubb. They'll play action. Jacoby Brissett's going to hang on to the ball for a long time. They're going to try to avoid turnovers. If this turns into a same the same type of game where the Viking where the Dolphins lost to the Vikings, where they commit double digit penalties, they learn lose the turnover battle by two or three, the Browns can absolutely win this game. And mm-hmm. if those things happen, I think they will win this game. Um, but overall, to you know what I'm looking to see in this game is how does the Dolphins' offense look against a Browns defense that in the back seven is pretty fast. You know, they've their their cornerbacks are very fast. Their safeties are not, but if they're playing deep, um, that that shouldn't affect them as much. And at linebacker, <clears throat> no JOK on this one, but they did trade for Deion Jones a couple of weeks ago. He brings a lot of speed. Uh Sione Taki Taki is somebody that's really coming along at the linebacker position, too. So that's what I'm looking for. Um because I I I I understand why the Dolphins and Tua did so well against the lions and bears that back seven was just no match. I still think the dolphins receivers have a obvious advantage in this game, but the Browns are more equipped to run with this type of offense. They are. Um, And I'm actually gonna take us back to special teams again, (laughs) believe it or not. Um, 
the Browns are allowing 17 yards per punt return this year. Average. That's another big area that Miami has not been able to get it right on as far as their return game goes for the punt return unit. This is the week to do so. Uh, this is the week that if you can't return the ball decently on punts against the Browns, that could be a, a huge thing for Miami and, and did not do that here. We need an answer um, at punt returner while I don't want to put Tyreek or Jalen Waddle back there. And I will say too, I miss Jakeem Grant returning punts I'll, um, with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You were, you were more on that train than I was. Uh, and I was uh, at the time I was, so mad that they lost they lost that Colts game last year I was like ah, I don't care just just trade him he has two rushes for negative seven yards and two fumbles and eh, whatever but um yeah uh and Jakeem Grant is on the Cleveland Browns but he's also I believe on injured reserve still yeah. so he won't be playing on this game um yeah so Paul it's uh I mean every game's a big game but for the Dolphins to go into the bye week seven and three that would be massive um especially with the Texans after that, we expect to win that game. What is your prediction here for Sunday? I was going to say, it'll be even more massive to go into the bye week at seven and three when Miami wins this game, 35, 17, uh, Tua, Tyreek and Waddle are really rolling. I love what I saw from the run game last week with Raheem Mostert and uh, Jeff Wilson, Jr. Um, and this is in with the Browns being without Jeremiah Usukomora, as well as the not fully effective defensive tackle situation that they have. This is one I think the offense can go off big in, and I think Miami's defense can hold them down. Um, so, yeah, 35-17. Uh, you know, this – the one thing the Browns have going for them is they're in a state of desperation right now. Um mm -hmm. This is a team that started off 2-1. and one. They lost four in a row, couldn't get anything right – and the season just starts spiraling out of control. When are we getting Deshaun Watson back? Let's punt the season to next year. Then they steamroll the Bengals at home in a primetime game to get to three and five. And during the bye week, if I'm the Browns, I'm looking at this, the rest of the season thinking, man, if, the, if we can win this game against the Dolphins, um, we might be able to be, you know, five and six, six and five by the time Watson comes back and we can make something of this. So that's something I think the Browns have going for them. And it's, it's, I have concerns that the Dolphins are going to drop this game because they don't have that same desperation. I'm going 24, 21 Dolphins. Um, I think it's going to be a, a, a tight game. And it, it, it's a game that, like I said, cannot turn into the same game as, as, as the Vikings loss. It can't be a game where the Dolph where the Dolphins commit penalty after penalty, make mistake after mistake, and thinking, well, we can just make it up later with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. The Vikings lost its face. It was with a weird combination at quarterback for that game. Like it that was part of our all right, who's starting and not finishing the game today while two is out. Yeah, it was. I, I also say too, they almost threw for 500 yards. And mm -hmm. I I I really don't blame the quarterbacks for much of what happened in that game. I mean, I, I look at, you know, when you're turning, when you turn the ball over three times and the Vikings don't at all, and you commit 10 penalties and the Vikings mm -hmm. commit two, I mean, that's the type of stuff the dolphins have to avoid. And the dolphins offensively are, are exciting. They're explosive. 
they've also committed a lot of penalties. And that that is something I trust is going to get cleaned up here throughout the rest of the year. But that's got to start now. The the fewer penalties, the fewer turnovers, winning the turnover battle, cleaner football needs to happen when the Dolphins get into this, you know, later in the year. You know, you look at that three game stretch where they play the 49ers, the Chargers and the Bills on the road. That stuff's not going to cut it. But the Dolphins are six and three, and I expect them to go seven and three and then eight and three in a couple of weeks. So this season is back on track. And it, that's that's exciting to say compared to where we were, you know, a couple of weeks ago after the Vikings loss when they were three and three. Yeah, no. And the funny thing is, and, and Martina brought this up in the chat, um, the Browns have had the two weeks to get ready for Miami, but I can't imagine <laughs> When, and this is a weird thing to say, but based on on the makeup of this team this year, sitting in the film room with the corners and the safeties and the secondary and saying, all right, what can we do to neutralize Hill and Waddle? All right, can anybody get faster over the next two weeks? Anybody, please. No? It's, you know, like, yeah. it, it's, that's one of the weird things. Like, you can game plan for a lot, but unless you're going to play your, your, your secondary off so much and let them kill you underneath, there's not really anything you can do about that midseason. Right. And, you know, coming off the bye week, I, I always bring that up and I tend to think it is going to help a team more than hurt a team, but that could go the other way too. I mean, the Browns lost four in a row and then they had that huge Monday night win and then they don't play football for 13 days. So, and, <laughs> and you got to sit there and go, how can we get faster guys for literally two weeks? <laughs> yeah and even if you you come up with a decent game plan to stop hill and waddle you're going to spend so many resources doing that that it opens up other things yeah the major thing is you've got to block and you've got to make time for Tua. the lions and bears have two of the worst pass rushes in the nfl Tua was able just to sit back there and deal if the dolphins can neutralize miles garrett you could see some of the same stuff going on in this game and that's well, the biggest thing to be fair, the Lions have one of the best young pass rushers in the game in Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, and, but he was completely shut down by the Dolphins. Yeah, and then they and had nothing. There was a great video, I wish I could find it again, of Teron Armstead literally shutting Hutchinson down with one arm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Hutchinson uh, is having a, a pretty good rookie year. Uh, he had that sack against the Dolphins. But other than that, he was completely quiet. And they had nothing else. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because – it's going to be harder to stop Miles Garrett, but if you can slow him down, like I said, there's not a lot else from a pass rush perspective that the Browns have, especially with their defensive line. Jadavian Clowney's only played 190 snaps this year, and they don't bring much from the defensive tackle position as in terms of pass rush. So let's do it. Fins up. It's going to do it for our breakdown of the Dolphins-Browns matchup here on the Fin side. I'm Brian Cat, NFL, Paulus Fanatic underscore pick. Follow us as well on the finfanatic.com website, as well as the fan side at network. And if it's not on the right side and not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.